Hey everybody, it's Friday, December 16th, and today on the 20th episode of Texas Rangers with the Boys, we're going to give you our top 20 prospects in the Rangers farm system. Listen in today, we name them 20 to 1. Who's it going to be? Join us today, Texas Rangers with the Boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the Boys. We are the boys. My name is Kevin Frazier, a.k.a. YBK, your boy Kev. You can catch me on socials at Kevin Lee Frazier, Instagram and Twitter. Joining me is my co-host, the beard that just keeps on going, uh, a man who is extra hungry because he's displaced from his home right now, the 300-pound manimal, a.k.a. Bull. Bull, how you doing, buddy? And again, where can they find you on uh, the socials? You're out there. You're out there now. Um I'm doing I'm doing good. I uh I just pulled in to Albuquerque, New Mexico about a half hour ago. We just got in here. We uh uh me and the bull man made the day trip this morning, this afternoon to Albuquerque. Wanted to get in before it got too late so we could do tonight's edition of Texas Rangers with the boys, a special twentieth edition of the podcast today today's the 20th episode so we're going to do the top 20 rangers prospects and uh man i'm excited about today i don't know about you but uh um you know i'm pretty excited about today i've got uh i've got my list ready it's been ready i've been waiting for this i mean look trust me don't don't believe me on all the lists my lists are not going to be exactly like everybody else's lists because my lists are very much like twitter whereas oh. it's mostly just opinion and if you want my opinion on yep. twitter give me a follow at manimal bull at Manimal 300 on Instagram. I'm going to try and do better with the boy, the Texas Rangers with the boys stuff on Instagram in the upcoming weeks. And also, I'm at Bull Pro on, and that's P-R-O-U-G-H for people that don't know that my last name is Pro, like Pro Athlete, Pro, oh. pro Baseball, Pro, uh, Pro life pro choice pro anything else but anyways you can find me there maybe this weekend while i'm at the wrestling show here in albuquerque i'll try and uh, i'll try and upload something to the tiktok and don't think that i forgot about my people that are that are on the on the north side of 40 that love the facebook that love keeping up with their kiddos and what their kiddos are doing on uh, Facebook, uh, Bull Pro on there. Us Gen Xers still on the Facebook. Wow, that was a that was an intense introduction to the show, and I'm as excited as you are. This is our 20th episode, and on the 20th episode, we're doing our MLB or I'm sorry, our Texas Ranger top 20 prospects. You couldn't have wrote a better story. You couldn't have worked a better match. Here we are, super pumped, and I'm I'm I don't know about you, dude, but I'm ready to get into it. Oh yeah, and I I just real quick before we get into our top twenty, there's three guys I want to talk about that just barely missed our mm. Texas Rangers with the boys top twenty. Uh, 
prospect on the uh the first one is Thomas Seguis. He's uh he's gonna probably end up being with Frisco again this year. He's a 5'11, 175 pound outfielder that was a draft pick for the Rangers in uh 2020. They're uh um they like him, but we're not gonna talk about him too much. But he's a guy that you need to get into get to get to know because uh, the Rangers like him. He's a utility infielder guy. Probably can play some outfield stuff too. He's one of those guys. He's moving up the list. And uh, I think at some point next year, he may be on my top 20 as maybe some guys graduate. Nice. Nice. Who else you got? The next guy, another one of those core center fielders, another 18 year old center fielder that's already playing baseball in America is a uh, glider figure 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 Rio. And he's, um, He's one of those guys that um, they signed him out of the Dominican Republic. He's um, kind of got himself uh, got himself into uh, uh, better shape before his pro debut with the uh, rookie team, and um, they really like him. And he started to take off a little bit. And uh, if he can if he can mature into his body, he's going to be a pretty good prospect here in the next coming in the next coming years the next couple wow. of years so another one of those strong short stops up the middle and uh, I got to talk about one pitcher um, his name is Emiliano Teodo he's um he's already kind of he's a fastball curveball changeup guy he's already uh, he's already kind of moving up the um moving up at 21 moving up the uh, system at 21 he's um he's kind of seen you know a couple of levels the last two years and there's no reason to believe that he won't be at hickory this year and he's just another one of those guys 2025 2026 2027 that's going to start being you know we're going to start seeing these prospects and seeing who's going to make it and who's not going to make it but he's a guy to keep your eye on as well let's just talk about emiliano teodo just Real quick, a 309 um, ERA last year in 17 starts, 22 games, 84 innings pitched, 115 strikeouts in 84 innings. Interestingly enough, in his total minor league career, in 113 innings, he's got 163 strikeouts. Well, uh, I, from everything I – Obviously, it's a low le- lower league, but still, you dominate – you got to dominate everywhere you go in, this, in, the, in the minors. And then he's really sitting close right at two, three to one on those strikeouts decay and that 171 um, batters against uh, average is pretty solid. And, you know, I mean, for everything I see, he throws about 102. So, you know, he's got a big live fastball. So that's why I'm keeping my eye on him because I think, you know, anybody that throws 102, they're worthwhile to keep your eye on and see how they end up translating to the, the game at the next levels. And I think awesome. he probably will get a real opportunity to pitch this year at uh, Hickory. Awesome. So those awesome. are my guys. Those are my guys to keep an eye on that just kind of missed out, but I think that'll be on the list at some point this year. Love it. Love it. Well, let's jump into this top 20. Starting off the list, bold. Number 20, who you got? Uh, number 20 on there, another one of those shortstops that we've been talking about, Maximo Acosta. I think he's um, – he, he he's fallen down lists a little bit because he hasn't uh, adapted to the American game just as well as everybody thought he would. But I think as he gets to these next levels and gets some experience and gains some uh, age with the game, he's going to be just fine. And he'll st- uh, he'll probably play professional baseball or he'll play in the major league somewhere. 
Well, it looks like we're looking at uh, – I, I, did he play in the um, the Dominican League or the – it looks like, no, the Carolina League, uh, 262 batting average, 341 on base, 361 slugging, 44 stolen bases. So the guy's got some wheels and a little yeah, bit of pop, and, 26 doubles. So, and, yeah. and he's 6'1", you know, so if he can grow into himself and, and get to somewhere closer to 200 pounds, I mean, he's at 187 right now. I think he can, I can, he can grow into some pop too. Awesome, awesome. All right, who you got at 19? Number 19 is Antoine Kelly, the left-handed pitcher that spent some most of his time with the Ra- or all of his time last year with the Rangers at Frisco and should look to start there at Frisco again this year with that great group of Frisco young pitchers that they're going to have there. That crop is going to be amazing in all six days. It's going to be uh, worth going out to the ballpark to see who, who they got on the mound. Well, you're looking at just, again, I'm – I'm playing stats guy today, guys. I'm actually at home, so I'm pumped up about really getting to look at these guys' numbers. Listen listen to this innings to strikeouts in 2022 for Antoine Kelly, a left-hander, um, 109 innings, 143 strikeouts. Yeah, I think his big issue is just getting those walks down. Blazing, yeah, 71 walks is – pretty high, uh, high but only seven yeah no, but only 72 hits so if he can get some control this guy's going to be uh going to be hard to hit i uh, like really it and like i think it. again you know he's Ooh, also hold up, hold up. Oh, six oh. five yeah six five wow yeah this he's, he's got the brain prospect yeah he's got a, he's a much better prospect i think than uh than uh, i i like the i really think this guy might move up the list over the next year or two well and that kind of shows like where the rangers farm system is that this guy is their 19 prospect oh my gosh how exciting how exciting all right well who, who we got next on the number 18 we've got uh zach kent um okay. right handed pitcher that uh should be i would say probably uh um starting the season at round rock and i think he's one of the first guys um, that will probably get an opportunity to pitch at the big leagues this year um, besides maybe Cole Raggins. And also I didn't put Cole Raggins on my list because Cole Raggins is, I think of him as kind of a big leaguer too, because we saw enough of him last year to really yeah. see, you know, hope that he may, gets a job again this year out of that and kind of surprises everybody at spring training and maybe takes a stab at that fifth starter job from uh, Oda Rizzi, you know? Well, looking at Zach Kent, I mean, he's a big, He's a big old dude, man. Six three two. And he's a right-handed, right-handed pitcher, right? Uh, yes, he's a right. Yeah, I, I, a I, sometimes I see him in my head as a left-hander, and I don't know why. But sometimes, yeah. just like when I like when I see him, I don't know why I see him as a lefty. But um, but he's one of those guys. I mean, he's another guy. Strikeouts are big, and uh, you know he play it plays really big into his game. The strikeouts and uh, and I think like he has his really coming out party at triple a last year which is a pretty good place for you to have your coming out party you got at number 17 okay so 17 i've got uh, uh daniel cueva the shortstop out uh from that we talked about the other day um he's like we like we were talking about he's uh got himself as high as down east but he spent most of his time last year at the complex with the rookie league 
but he really had a good looking rookie league. And uh, he's just one of those guys that I think when he kind of puts it all together and grows into his body, I mean, he's a, he's six foot one, 160 pounds. So he's going to, he's going to put some weight on. And I think as he grows and gets a little older and gets more towards 21, 22, he's going to really start looking at a guy that you're going to, you know, have to keep out of the line. You know, you're going to have to work to keep him out of the lineup. He kind of remains, you know, has like a little bit of Ezekiel Duran feel to him. Well, I don't know about defensively, but I mean, he's got pop um, batting 309 uh, last year. I'm not sure what league we're looking at. I think he was, he was at the rookie league in a ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, you gotta like any guy that can bat 300, 353 on base, you know, um, you know, 450 slugging. So, I mean, and plus on know, him. He's got, yeah, he's got some splits on him. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And a big kid, I mean, height-wise, 6'1", a uh, little bit wiry, but uh, you never know if these weights are even even right. And, you know, he could move off of third to or short to third or second, too. I mean, he's one of those guys that maybe even to the outfield, and he might have a big enough arm to play out there, too. So you, never, you just never know, really, at 18, what he's going to end up at just yet. But yeah, for as might, long as they can, be, they're going to keep him on short. Yeah, and might might not – might end up kind of like you said with Duran. Looks like he has a little bit of a of an issue on his fielding percentage. Might be have a little have a little issue there, but that's not also something that can be worked on. So uh, yeah, but he yeah. Not, looks like a really pro. Looks like, a and really, I think he's going to make up for a lot of it with his arm too. Well, and, and his bat. I mean, if you got a big arm and you got a big bat, uh, I think I think he's got both of those things. So wow, this is number seven. This is number. Eight, what is this number? 16? 17, 17. Number, We're on to 16. Number 16. <laughs> 16 oh, is yeah. a guy that we talked about that I really like that. Uh, I think as people see him this year, he's going to move up uh, um, the, the charts for a lot of people. Uh, Dane Acker. Uh, we talked Dane. about him the last time. He's a right-handed pitcher that's coming off of Tommy John made it, it made his way back last year. He's got a, a good fastball, good curveball, decent slider, good changeup. So he's one of those guys, a four pitch pitcher. That I mean, he's a, uh, I mean, he's a, a a starting pitcher through and through. He's got the starting pitcher stuff, and and I I like that, and I think uh, he's going to have a chance this year to move through the system a little bit and probably get himself as far as uh, Frisco probably at the end of the year or maybe even to start the year. I think we debated that a little bit the other day, so we don't need to debate that again today. But he's just yeah. one of those guys, you know, he came over in the Elvis Andrus trade. And, uh, you know, I mean, if if him, if he kind of works out, I mean, that's a good, good, good for the Rangers on that trade. Right. Between I mean, I think if I, were to, if I were to comment, just comment, like definitely has the, has the strikeout ability, has a little bit of control issues. I think if he can get the control issues under – the control under control – uh, definitely looks like a like a solid solid prospect. Yeah, and I think that's I mean ninety percent of minor leaguers are like, hey, if we can get this guy to get his control under, he's got the stuff. Now right. it's just got to he's got to be that guy, and it's got to translate to the big leagues, and you got to be that guy that's in the strike zone, and your stuff has to play in there. Love it. I think uh, maybe our next guy is somebody we might be looking another for guy, at the major another guy. Another guy. It's almost the same. It's almost the same thing. You know, I mean. Uh, 15 on my list is Ricky Venasco. Ricky Venasco is another one of those guys that if he's got control, he's another guy that's, I mean, he's pretty, pretty great stuff. I mean, he's a, 
he's definitely one of those dudes that you uh you want on your uh, you know i mean like in your farm system because you don't exactly know what you've got with him just yet but if it's what you think it is it's really good stuff and i mean he is a bigger kid he's six three so you know i mean and he's got a big fastball so you just kind of want to see if that uh that plays up, and if he could continue to uh, improve after his, you know his Tommy John, it was his first season back last year, and they're going to probably slow roll him again this year and start him at Frisco and see what happens. And and I, I just, I mean, I like his makeup, and you know, I think worst case scenario with him is because he's got such a good curveball and a fa- good fastball, he turns into a fastball curveball guy, and hey. and gets outside of the bullpen. I think that's hey, worst case scenario. That. I definitely think he needs a little bit of seasoning to start the year in the minors. And if he gets hot, a little bit older of a guy, but if he gets hot and looks like he's turning the corner, obviously yeah, he's, he's on the 40 man. So he's going to have to, he's just a guy. He's just a guy that's a little bit older and he just hasn't gotten to play in the minor leagues because of different circumstances that have kept him away from it. Yeah. 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 Yep. And here, this is the next guy on our list at number 14. He's definitely a control guy. He's a guy that's going to get you out in the strike zone. And uh, I'm talking about Mitch Pratt. Mitch Pratt is a guy that I really like. And I think that he, uh, you know, his his all of his pitches play just about right. And he's got a plus curveball. And I think, I mean, what you saw last year at Down East and that 245 ERA over five, uh, 18 starts and able to keep the opponent's batting average to 218 and that walk to hits inning pitch 1.17. I mean, there's just a lot to like about everything that you look at his stats. And I mean, he's 100 strikeouts to 28 walks. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's really good too. So, I mean, you just like his makeup and he's kind of, you know, I mean, Best case scenario, this guy's a fourth, fifth starter that can continue to get you innings, and he kind of seems like he's got like a, a little bit of a, maybe the rubber arm, you know, he might throw a little bit more innings than most guys. And worst case scenario, he's a guy that gets lefties out in the bullpen and, get, and probably can get anybody out in the bullpen. So well, Mitch Pratt's a guy that I'm really high on. I could see why 19 years old, left-handed, gets, you know, low batting average, gets guys out. I, 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 think, I think he might kind of be a – be one of these dark horse guys that, you know, just could catch fire and, and really could be a, a a guy that can move up this list pretty quick. We've already gotten through we already gotten through fifteen. Here we go. Who's next? Oh, no, uh, we're through fourteen, so we're on 14. number thirteen. Number thirteen is Izone Morobel. Um he's a he's a young nineteen year old outfielder and I'm talking a nineteen year he turned nineteen like last week. I mean this is a young kid um, he's been in the system since 2021. He finally got over last year to play Amer- American ball in the, in the States. And, uh, or, I mean, uh, you know, down in, in Carolina and he, uh, he worked his way through the rookie league and got himself the Delaware. Or, or Delaware. I see D E all the time. and think Delaware, but I mean, down East and, uh, you know, I mean, didn't embarrass himself there. I mean, he, he did he did enough to give himself a real opportunity to be in that starting lineup next year in Down East, and he's going to play a lot down there this year. And uh, I I expect his numbers to look similar to how they did at rookie ball this year. Yaizon Mora Morabel, Mora nineteen Bell. years old, nineteen yes, six foot two, hundred and seventy like pounds. He's yep. just I mean he's. He's oh, got big-time arm, good run, good speed, good fielding, good power. 
And, yeah. you know, he's got good, really good bat to ball skills a little bit better than, than most players his age. So, yeah, but you know, listen he's to this. in a hundred games, he's got, he's got 50 walks. That's in 100, nice. 106, 106 hits, 50 walks in a hundred games. You like that, to hear that. That shows you that I do less plate discipline, man. Guys at yeah. that age no. already have that kind of discipline. Yeah, I mean, at 19 is a nice. Yeah. It's like it's that same pattern that you hear of, like when we talked about Zavala a couple of days or last night about yeah. him recognizing early that getting on base is important. So it, it's super important. So really like this on. guy. Keep As going. We move on to number 12, number 12, uh, TK Roby. To Kale Roby, to Kale Roby, um, he's just another guy that I mean, you know, drafted in that 2020 draft. The Rangers are going to end up having a huge 2020 draft. Those four or five rounds or whatever they did, I mean, that was they they got some real players and some guys that I think we're going to all like or we're going to like what they bring back in the future. I, I think those guys uh, that 2020 draft was really good for the Rangers, but again, we have to wait and see, you know. But I. He's a guy that sits 92, 94, plays 97. Like I mean, uh, reaches 97, but plays well above the velocity because of his high spin rates. And he's got a big time upper 70s curveball that's probably his best pitch. And it's, I mean, it's a, it's a 3,000 rotations per minute pitch. So it's, I mean, it's got that big downer break. I mean, kind of a 12 to 6 Wainwright style curveball and I think he's just another one of those guys that needs to bring that control together and 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 put it all together um in the in in the season and and you know next year get a chance at Frisco to pitch and and see what he does and you know because his whip is still relatively low um batting his opponent's batting average all those things are still relatively low and 126 strikeouts to 35 walks and 126 strikeouts to 104 innings are good numbers so you know there's a lot to like about him and i think uh we'll get a real good chance to real good feel for him next year whenever he's pitching at frisco and we get a chance to see him a little bit more often i think the next guy is a bit of an upset i think think it's a bit of an upset yeah i I think a lot of people are going to be Shot, I think uh, it's a lot of his his season last year. Number eleven on my list is Cole Wynn. Cole Wynn had a real rough season last year, and and as much as I've said that I think that it was because of injury, it was still happened. It still happened. Yeah. You know, it's it's like you yeah. you know your your numbers what where they give you the numbers how it would happen compared to every other ballpark in in America. Well, it didn't happen in every other ballpark in America. It happened in that ballpark. So an outs and out. Or a home run's a home run. It is, you yeah. know, so it happened. That's what I guess, you know. So well, I think he's falling and he's at... getting a little bit older and he's gonna spend his second year in triple A. So, you know, he's it's not that he's any less of a talent than he's always been. I think he's just kind of fallen down the prospect list a Look, little bit because of it. Well, let me just let me just give you a quick number that kind of says it all about Cole Wynn. In twenty twenty one he had eighty six innings. In those 86 innings, he had 74 base runners between hits and walks. 221 innings, he had two, 200, uh, over 200 plus, over 200 base runners in 121 innings. That's all we need yeah. to say about it. Just and, way, and just way, gotta, way too many walks. Yeah, we he's got to turn the corner this year if he wants to see the major leagues. 
and not slide down this list next year. And I think I think he will. I think like the, and this isn't an indication of. I mean, it is an indication of what happened last year. But at the same time, I mean, when you're talking, you've got ten players that you think are better than Cole Win in this uh, in this system. That's a good sign. Yep, agreed. Who you and got speaking next? Speaking of number ten, number ten, Dustin Harris. We talked about him. We like him. We, you know, he's my first guy in the top ten. I think that he's kind of, you know, the. Uh, He's a piece that at some point he's going to be a big league hitter and he's probably going to play left field or to Evan Carter's right field or platoon maybe. And But he's going to play in the big leagues and they're going to find a spot for him. And, you know, if Nate Lowe leaves in a couple of years there's to free agency, there's no reason why he can't. Uh, you know, play first base too, or, or, you know, he can move around the diamond a little bit and he can play those all four of those corner spots on the, on the diamond. So he's a, uh, he's very valuable and we've talked about it over and over again. I mean, he comes up in a lot of situations on this team. And especially when you're talking about the prospects, he's one of those guys that he's getting close to ready and he can play some positions and they like what they see out of him. And they definitely like his bat and they like that left-handed stick. And he, uh, you know, he's one of those guys and he kind of understands the value of getting on base as well. Okay. Love it. Number, number nine, nine, number nine. We're talking another one of those, uh, young shortstops. Oh, I'm sorry. One of those, another one of those young outfielders. I'm sorry. Um, the, the 18 year old just signed in January stole out from underneath the nationals, Anthony Gutierrez. I like his makeup. I think he's really, uh, you know, like there's just a lot to like about him. He's got the big time arm. He plays great defense. He's got some power. He's going to turn into one of those big time. Uh, uh, hopefully, he turns into one of those big time corner outfielders that you talk about, like the, um, you know, the 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 Sotos and those guys. I like. I mean, I don't know that he has that kind of potential, but let's let's hope that he turns into something that uh, could be close to that. And at 18, I mean, he's moving up right along. And, uh, you know, he got here last year, was able to play quite a bit with the uh, the Rangers rookie team down the stretch. And and I think that was really important to him. And I think there's no reason in my mind why he won't play full season baseball this year. Love it. Love it. 60 plus, 60 plus times on base in 45 games, 18 years old, six foot three, nothing not to like about the guy. Uh, who you got next? Number eight, uh, another, another guy for me. Another, another guy we've just... talked about quite a bit. That uh, I mean, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I just think that you know, I mean, I don't think he had a down year last year, but I I hope that's not exactly what well, he is. Let me, as far let as let me let me qualify what I mean by a shocker. If you if you'd have told me last year, or really at any point, I mean that Foskey would be ahead of win. I guess that's just, that's the more of the shocker well, for me. And, but and, and he kind of is. I mean, and, and like if you look at a lot of people's hundred lists, you know, Foskey's still on there. Foskey's a yeah. guy. I mean, I got him a little low, but I think the reason I do is because I think he, you know, he spent a second season at at uh, Frisco, and I mean, you know, his they kind of slow rolled him a little bit, so that kind of mm-hmm. slowed me on him a little bit. That's the only thing is just I think. I thought he should have been at Frisco or Round Rock this year, and he wasn't there. Well, I'll, I'll one quick, one quick, quick quip on him. You know, slugging 500 in the minors, no, no, nothing shabby there. And again, kind of my stats of the night: 248 
times on base in 163 games. So honestly, and guy's got a bat. So I think he's going to not play a knock. I think. I mean, I think he's a big league player. I mean, uh, there's yep. a lot of guys on this list that I think are big league players, and Justin Foskey is no different. And right. you know, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be here, but I mean. He's got the ability to play in the big leagues, and he may, you know, move to first base and play, and play a little first and DH a little. I'm not sure what they've got in mind yet. And they may, you know, have a return for him, you know. I mean, he's still really well thought of in the in the minor league systems throughout baseball, and there's no reason to believe that just because he's number eight on my list right now that he won't be higher on other people's lists and that I, you know, maybe I just see something in a couple of these guys that are above him oh. that maybe the big leagues, you know, they don't see just yet. Well, no, the next guy I'm super stoked about. I think the more I look at his numbers, the more I look at the possibility of who this guy could be, um, left yeah, numbers, number Man, seven. Tell me, yes, tell me yeah, about him. Number seven on my list, Aaron Zavala. We, I mean, I yeah. like him, man. I like, I mean, yeah. he's he's one of those guys that I just can't get over how he, like, he's basically just, uh, he's learned at a very young age that it's very important to get on base and that, you know, if you can get on base at the same clip everywhere you go, that there's a place for you in baseball. He also plays a pretty good outfield. Um, he's just one of those guys that I think that uh, the Rangers like him. He's got, uh, you know, he, he's going to develop power, and he has developed power uh, just in the last couple of years being here. And uh, I felt like he had the most power so far last year at the Texas in the Texas League uh, playing for, for Frisco. And I expect him when he gets healthy to be in Frisco for a little while at least to kind of to kind of give him a couple more bats in that uh, in that at that level. And uh, I think he'll be one of those guys that um, he gets moved into the uh, uh, into Round Rock this year for sure. And just to kind of one a fun stat again, I guess this is my stat of the night. But two hundred and thirty eight times on base in one hundred and thirty three games in the minors. Just yeah, that's huge, 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 huge. That's that's a four twenty on base percentage, and that's just. I mean, that's not normal. That's not normal. So, Aaron Zavala, guy that he's a he's a fast riser, and I think he's going to continue to skyrocket. And he's definitely a big leaguer, and it may be faster than people think. Love it, love it. I could talk about him all day, but who number number six? The next guy. Let's go. I'm pumped. Number six on my list. It's just because of the slider, man. I like Kumar Rocker a lot. I think that he's I mean, a number number six on this Rangers prospect list is a big it's a big time thing. I mean, there's some big guys here in front of him and there were some good big guys that I have him in front of, including Foscue and, and Harris and Cole Wynn and guys that have been in the top hundred before. But I think Kumar Rocker, he's I think he probably starts a year at double A and maybe higher. I'm not 100% sure. We'll just have to see what they see at, at spring training and, and we'll go from there. But I mean, I'm excited to see Kumar Rocker this year at, at Frisco if he's there. And uh, it'll definitely be worth a couple of trips to Round Rock if he's not there or Oklahoma City or Sugarland or wherever he's pitching. Favorite stat for Kumar Rocker? 321 strikeouts in two. Hey, say that again Monster. because you cut out. You cut okay, out when you okay. said the absolute number. Okay. So. Okay. 321, 321 strikeouts, 68 walks, and 236 innings in college. That's insane. That's out of control. Man among boys. Can't wait to see that guy get up there and start throwing that slider uh, to big league pitchers. 
All right. So number five. Well, we, well, number well, five well, we're on, in the top five. We made it. This is this is number five. Yes, the we made top it. Five. We've made it. We've got Woo! we've got five more guys to talk about. And if you've been keeping uh keeping uh keeping pace at home, um, you know who the last five guys are. Um, but number five on the list, another guy that's going to start at Frisco this year. Frisco's going to be just flat out loaded again this year. They won the Texas League last year, and they have a chance this year on paper just to own that thing for a couple of se- both seasons. And that's uh, Louis Angel Acuna. Yeah. They sent him to the Fall League last year, got him extra at bats, got him extra playing time. He made it as high as Frisco last year. He's going to get a, you know, he's going to get sent back there to start the season. But I don't know that he'll stay there the whole season. He may work his way into Round Rock, and and you know, I mean, he may work his way into the big leagues for all I know. I mean, they put him on the forty-man roster, and you know, a, a guy like him that may just get him hungry enough to be on that forty-man by the end of the year, or I mean, on that twenty-six man by the end of the year. Yeah, just an absolute uh, stud of a minor league player. Uh, just honestly, nothing not to like about him. And again, comes with a pedigree. Yeah, yeah, family is. You All right, know. the next guy. The next guy, though. Number I, number I, four. I can't wait. I can't wait to see him. In, in I can't wait, dude. Number four so probably stoked. start the year in Kinston for Down East, but mm-hmm. um, we're stoked on this guy. He's the first dra- or he's the fourth round draft pick in last year's draft. Uh, Brock Porter. I thought he was the best pitcher in the draft last year, and I think a lot of people that were experts would have um, said I was right, and they would have said the same mm-hmm. thing. Um, but so I think you know it's exciting. Let's let's see how he does. I mean, I, they may start him in Down East, or they'll probably start him in Down East. But I wouldn't be a hundred percent shocked that if he ended up starting in Hickory, just because of the stuff. Right, and I mean, no real rush on him, uh, you know. But at the same time, like. I can't wait to see him whenever, whenever that, whenever that is. Absolutely, I'm, I'm psyched on him. I'm psyched on Rocker. I'm psyched on this next guy. Yeah, come on. Number Talk three about on my list, Jack Leiter. Yeah, I think Jack Leiter is. I mean, I still think that everything's going to come around, and I don't think he's a guy that's going to walk as many guys uh, as he did this year. I think he's going to realize that his stuff plays in the, in the minors. It's going to play in the big leagues and that he just needs to figure out how to, to get strikes and work, work that zone and get strikes out of the zone because he's got plus everything plus fastball, plus curveball, plus slider, plus changeup. So let's just get them all together, work on the things that we need to work on and get this guy ready to pitch in the big leagues. Love it. Love it. All right. Top two, no shocker on either one of these guys, but, Let's hear it. Maybe the order might shock a couple of people because number two on my list is Evan Carter. Man, Uh, Evan Carter skyrocketing through the the organization. Everybody loves him. This is a guy that nobody even had on their radar in 2020. Whenever the draft happened, the Rangers took him in the second round, drug him away from Duke with, with money, paid him, paid him to come here. I don't think he was a guy that thought he was going to get drafted. So whenever he's getting 1.2 to come play in the, in the Rangers system, I, I think it was kind of a, a, a big moment for him. And, and he's just kind of performed a little bit everywhere he's been. And he had a couple of back injuries, but I'm, or a back injury in uh, uh, 2021, but he's going to get past that. And he, I think he's already past that. And last year was really a phenomenal year for him. Yeah, my favorite my favorite stats that jump off the screen with him, aside from his crazy splits, is just that double digits and doubles, double homers, 
and double digits and stolen bases. Uh, guy walks all, walks as well. Just just sounds like a complete ball player, and can't wait to see him at the big league level. Well, that leads and, us uh, to one person. Number one, number one on the list. My number one prospect for the Texas Rangers right now is Owen White, right-handed pitcher. Probably starts the year in Frisco, gets him another handful of innings in Frisco before he gets the move up to Round Rock. Um, but I think he's the best pitcher in the farm system, which is why I have him at number one. I think uh, I think between him and Evan Carter, you're looking pretty good at the, those top two prospects. And then as you just continue to go down with Leiter, Porter, Acuna, Rocker, Zavala, Foskey, Gutierrez, Harris, Wynn, it's just fun to look at. And uh, let's mm-hmm. hope that uh, the Rangers uh, are able to develop some of these guys and we start seeing these guys really uh, help the ball club this, this coming year. So Owen White, one of my just, – just his some of his numbers that just pop off the page, 115 innings pitched, only 35 walks in 115 innings, 160 strikeouts. I had a couple of times he took no hitters deep in games last year. He's got good stuff. He's got really good. I mean, he he got uh, you know beat up a little early on last year, but then whenever he started putting it together, he really started putting it together, and he was good, good, good. And he, I mean, he was um, really good in the playoffs last year for Frisco when they used him down the stretch. So I'm just excited about Owen White, and hopefully he can get himself a hundred, hundred and fifty innings this year, and we can start getting ready for him to be a big leaguer. Man, well, I don't, you know, we went a little long today, but understandably so, and I'm not mad about it because I really felt like a lot of this stuff. I mean, this was our probably most exciting show besides maybe the uh, the, the the when we signed uh, Jonah Degrom. Um, so I think that I, what what did I say something? <laughs> Oh, sorry, I laid out right there on you. Sorry about that. I, I laid out. We didn't have – that wasn't a technical difficulty. That was just me laying out on, on that uh, comment because, uh, you know, Jack, Jim, all of those are kind of close. But Jonah – I mean, there's even a Jonah on the team. He's probably going to catch him. But uh, we won't get too much into that. Uh, do we want to talk about real quick Joey Gallo signing with the Twins or who cares? Uh, you know what? Let's save it for another day, man. There, there's a couple of, yeah, who cares? We, we've, we've gone way over Joey Gallo signed with the twins. There you go. Um, no, I was actually, you know, I'm, I'm really excited, uh, just about this show and really just, um, I feel like this is probably going to be, you know, one of our best shows to date and just a lot of content. And now, you know, who we think are the top 20. And, uh, I, I say we throw these out there on Twitter too. That way people can, you know, maybe use uh, use the list to uh, just go find the list and go look some of these guys up because it's amazing the talent that the Texas Rangers have. I know uh, because you know what's really right crazy now. is we can go 20 through 40 and they've got a lot of guys that probably will play big league baseball there too. Wow. Well, brother, it's been a pleasure on a Friday night. As always, as always. Uh, and and uh, I'm going to try not to throw up any of this Albuquerque food. <laughs> well, Hey, tell everybody out there I say hello. Tell Mashi I love him. And, uh, you know, thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. We don't know what we're going to talk about on Monday, but I'm sure there's going to be plenty of baseball talk. Texas Something Rangers will talk. come we'll, up. Yeah, we'll come up with some something for you guys. We'll uh, ask Baron. 
yeah, Baron, Baron, who is hanging out with me right now, well, he'll have some news for us. So, uh, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. Bull, you got anything to say to the people before we roll out of here? Just I hope you like my list. I, uh, I'm not, I'm not a credible source for the Texas Rangers, other than the fact that I really try to pay attention enough to, to care about these guys, and that's really it. I'm not, uh, not an expert. I'm not anybody that uh, you should really listen to. But uh, at the same time, I'm in. I like to do it, and I'm in. My opinions are probably as close to relevant as any other guys. Well, let me tell you this much, brother. I'm thinking your list is is good as anybody. So I'll, I'll I'm going to go with your list over everybody else's. So thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, this is Texas Rangers with the boys, and we are signing out.